Hello, and welcome to episode 12 of Nostalgia Decoms Today. My name is Trevor Dion, and with me as always is my brother Kyle. Hello. Today, we're talking about a movie that promotes doing what you love and not letting anyone convince you otherwise or, or push you away from the thing that you love. That movie is Eddie's Million Dollar Cook-Off. There's a lot of good and some bad to say about this movie, but before we get into all that, here's my quick synopsis for Eddie's Million Dollar Cook-Off. Eddie's Million Dollar Cook-Off follows a high school baseball prodigy named Eddie, played by Taylor Ball. Eddie loves baseball, but just as much as that, he loves to cook and create something from nothing. So, when the first day of school comes around and everybody has to sign up for the electives they want, Eddie sneakily signs himself and his two best friends, Francisco and D.B., played by Orlando Brown and Riley McClendon, respectively, up for home ec. That becomes just the tip of the iceberg of problems for Eddie, though, as he must soon choose between the two things he loves most, playing baseball or cooking, which is essentially causing him to choose between keeping and losing his friends as well. Okay, so Kyle, what did you think of Eddie's Million Dollar Cook-Off? Let's see. I, I did really enjoy it. It was very enjoyable. Mm-hmm. You know, um, the, so the, I mean, I don't understand why the friends were so upset. Mm-hmm. You know, there was one good friend in all of this, though. Mm-hmm. Well, actually, I had to get two. I have to give up for someone else. Okay. Um... Now, there was a little bit of CGI that I caught at the end of the game, that last game. I was like, but why? Because, I mean, they obviously had a real one. Why didn't they use the real one? Baseball. And then, yeah, that's pretty much it. I mean, I really enjoyed it. I. Mm. What about you? What did you think of it? I, I enjoyed it as well. The ending... I thought it was a little bit different, but we'll get oh, into that okay. whenever whenever it comes. I I did enjoy this. I remember liking it whenever I was a kid. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I don't think I got the complete message that it was trying to tell of the you know the the don't let people tell you that what you love to do is is wrong right. and make fun of you for it. Also, you can see. The resemblance to High School Musical now, right? Yes, I do. I do see. I see a huge resemblance to it. Like, and this came out three years because this came out until this came out in two thousand three. High School Musical came out in two thousand six. Okay. So you can see where High School Disney Musical just recycled, pr- pretty much. Pr- pretty much. Okay. And they actually had like a few instances of CGI. I didn't catch it as much. I caught it at the end, the last game that they played. I caught it. I was like. I see it. I saw what you did. I don't know why you did it. They they did it a few times because... Oh, I think I also caught it at the opening as well. Yeah. What they would do is they, they'd kind of use it for transitions almost. Like they'd show like a ball go up in the air mm-hmm. or Eddie throw the, the mustard or the ketchup I, I bottle in the I air. I understand why they did it. I mean, they're in a set, right? Pretty I much. mean, 
how much of it was like in a set like that's what i'm curious because i mean they did have a huge field Mm. and i i'm not sure if it was a set or if it was actual field i assume it's an actual field i mean i mean everything outside it most likely is a field so yeah i don't know why they would do use cgi when they're on a baseball field they wanted something cool and what it probably was so the two instances where I know they use CGI is, like I said, they throw the baseball in the air and uh-huh. they throw a catch ball in the air. And so the thing that they probably had in mind was they throw it in the air and they'll use it as a transition, but it didn't look good enough. Mm-hmm. So they'd still like show them throwing the item in the air and then just replace it with a CGI thing and then use that as a transition. That's probably what happened. If the, I had to the, guess. The worst one, <laughs> the worst one that I got a kick out of was the last game. Which we'll talk about it when we get to there, but I got a kick out of that. Okay. And so I definitely liked a lot of it. Mm-hmm. The You can see the moments where Eddie really likes to cook. Yes. Especially whenever he like he turns on the TV and or the TV might have already been on, but he's like switching t- channels and he comes to the, the cooking show with Bobby Flay, who's a, a very famous cooker. Is he a real cooker? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, Bobby Flay, uh, and and funny enough, watching this, I was like, you know what? I kind of want to start watching cooking sh- cooking shows. Maybe I can become a better cooker. And then I was also you thinking, know, his creations were pretty tantalizing. I mean, they look really good. And I was like, especially the first one we see him cook, not the dogs, but the yeah, actual uh, yeah. chicken. And he used, what was it, Fruity Pebbles? Something like that. And he used it as breading. And I was like, huh. And then the, he made the volcano. I was like, what kind of sauce is he using? It's like, bl- it's red. It's like real bright red. Mm-hmm. So I'm not a fan of hot dogs. Uh-huh. But I might eat an Eddie dog, which he I had. I don't know if, uh, because some of the things he added, I don't really like like sauerkraut. Mm-hmm. I don't really like sauerkraut, but... I mean, it looked pretty dang good. Yeah, I'm not the biggest fan of sauerkraut either, and I, I also don't necessarily like eating jalapenos. Uh-huh. But like I said, you put all those ingredients together, maybe it tastes pretty good. I would at least give it a bite. Yeah. If nothing else, because they, it looked delicious. It did look good. And then, like you said, whenever his mom cuts her finger, which I'm curious as to what the finger cut would have looked like. Because she's like, I cut my finger. I just need a few stitches. And the dad looks at him and he's like, ooh, going to throw up. <laughs> and I'm, I'm, I'm curious as to what it looked like that they needed four family members to go with her to the hospital. You're um, right. The oh, two older brothers yeah. and the father yeah. went, okay. But, you know, whatever. And so they get out the house. And then, like you said, we get to see Eddie do his first c- cooking mm-hmm. with the chicken and... Everything else that they used, they they had mashed potatoes, I think. Mashed potatoes, broccoli, broccoli. and the flowering. Yeah. Which wasn't actually flower, it was like a cereal. And like you said, the way he makes it look, where it's like a volcano and stuff, it looked really good. And then I like how the family goes, uh, we brought pizza. And they're like, well, I cooked. And they're like, I'm not eating that. And, and the very next scene, everything's going like, oh, that was delicious. Right. And then, of course, 
Like Eddie literally just made this for them, mm-hmm. and the first thing they're gonna do is make fun of him and tease him for baking. Especially after they enjoyed it, exactly. They, they enjoyed it to the point where they cleared everything. Yes. And like, oh, you nerd! Now we're gonna get you an Izzy bake oven, basically. You're a princess. Uh, what did they call him? Oh, uh, oh, oh Betty Crocker. Be- Eddie, Eddie Crocker. Eddie, Eddie Crocker. Crocker. Yep. Oh my god. And. I'm just saying, if someone bakes or make cooks something for me and it's delicious, I'm not going, hey, Eddie Crocker, hey, princess, hey, girl. Just saying, you know, cooks might eventually make more than pro pro baseball. I would say... Especially if you're someone like Bobby Flay, who's exactly. on like national television, he's making bank. He's making more than a pro, a pro football, basketball, baseball, any... It maybe maybe it, it, it would depend on. I'd say it would depend on his contract and how much he's getting paid because I do know like star athletes they get paid a bunch. Right, but I mean cooks do get paid a lot depending oh, yeah. on how rank you are and their restaurant and their business. Oh yeah, and then and then you the cooks actually cook good stuff for themselves. So knowing how to cook makes it a whole lot worth more. Mm-hmm. And then so speaking of like the teasing of Eddie, the first time we see the the team practicing which is you know before we see the eddie dogs and everything it's like it's the opening scene i was thinking that was kind of ridiculous how bad the rest of the team was so like for example the coach is like hitting the balls to the various like teammates Mm -hmm. and he says one of the the two team members names and he's like this one's for you and like hits the ball towards him and the one kid's like i got it and then they were twins i think they were the twins they were brothers for sure i'm pretty sure and the other one's like, I got it, and they hit they hit each other. Mm-hmm. And then the ball lands, and it's a good like two, three feet away from them. Like they're they were nowhere near say catching this. it. I've played baseball before, and usually if someone says I got it, like even a second more, that guy is going to actually have to go and get it. Right. And then the other brother says, I got it. And then- so the other brother should have just stopped. I don't know. It's just it was terrible how bad they were playing. Yes. And then, of course, you have the the other girl, Kimberly, who's the little the little Asian girl. Yeah, who can't run, can't run. But I think it has more to do with the fact that she never ties her shoes, or that her shoes always come untied. Yeah, she needs to double. She needs to double knot those things. So what they needed to do was just find a better position for everyone, essentially. Because at the end, we see that the positions they played, they probably shouldn't play. Probably not. But the other thing that I I had a problem with, which I'm glad got fixed by the end, uh-huh. um, was the the dad's incess- insistency of how... He, he was very masculine, to, to say the least. Yeah. Masculine in the sense that he has like that masculine... Ta- masculine... Ta- ah, God, I can't talk. He has that toxic masculinity. That's the word I was looking for. Because okay. he would say things like... You're running like a girl. You're throwing okay, like a girl. Yeah, okay, yeah. Uh, what else would he say? Oh, you're one of the guys now. Like, mm-hmm. so they would have girls on the team who were really good. Uh-huh. But if someone did something bad, he would say, "You're doing this like a girl." Especially and the one that Eddie Eddie's friends with. Well, I guess Eddie's friends with all the team. But right. talk about the girl who was a cheerleader. Mm-hmm. She was like the second best player. Mm-hmm. Eddie was the first, and she was the second. You know, and then. And so, the and like I said, the dad he would if they did good he'd say you're one of the boys to the girls, mm-hmm. and if one of the guys did something bad he would say you're running like a girl, you're doing something like a girl, yeah. 
And whenever he started saying that, I was like, oh, no, no, don't say that. No, 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 no. And like I was cringing every time he'd say it. And I was like, is, is no one going to tell him something? But we'll get to that soon. Enough. Right. And so, all right, going past the, the cookie and everyone enjoying it and whatnot. Mm-hmm. So then we see that they're going I'm assuming signing it's the first. Up, I'm assuming yeah. it's the first day for at high school. Probably so. So like that. yeah, they're signing up for their their extracurriculars, if yeah. you will. And it's apparently Eddie. their brother Eddie's brother said that they should do computer class because they've been right. playing games and whatnot. So they go sign up. Right. And Eddie sees the cooking. And he's like, "Oh, let's see." And then there's a whole bunch of group. Mm-hmm. They go running after the the, the uh, sign up check, and then he makes them fall. Yep. And it's all in Eddie's plan because he picks up both clipboards. He has the computer science clipboard in one hand and he has the home ec one. And so he signs the one that he wants. And so what I don't understand is, I mean, I kind of get it. He wants to be with his friends. Uh But why not he sign up for home ec and then give the computer science one to his friends? And then his friends won't have, and then his, well, that one Mm -hmm. friend, I don't, what was his name? Which one? The short one. The short one? Uh, DB. DB. Yes, DB wouldn't have teased him as much, I would think, right? I mean, DB might still have teased him a little bit, but... Not to the point where they pretty much broke up as friends. Right. I mean, I think that still would have happened anyway because of how much of a a passion that Eddie had for cooking Mm -hmm. and how it was affecting his baseball Baseball. playing. But I don't think it would have happened as fast because Eddie would have been able to hide it better. Because they would have been in two separate classes, he wouldn't have to. He wouldn't have had to hide his passion for cooking as much, because not as many people would have cared. Right. The only one he would have really had to worry about was Hannah, but I don't think Hannah she would have given problems. Yeah, exactly. Especially the way she was dealing with her baseball. Right. And so, Eddie takes the home ec clipboard, hides that it's home ec, and signs up his two other friends. And the other friend, which is played by Orlando Brown, right. is his name's Francisco. So signs up Francisco and DB for home ec. And it's so funny because they sign up like, yeah, we've made it. We're in computer science. And they're and cheering. Then it transitions to the cooking class and like, oh, come on. Yeah. <laughs> and then, of course, who else is in there? Hannah. Yeah, surprise. And Hannah's says that she's in there because. Her mom. Yeah. And because she took hockey, right? Field hockey. Field hockey. Yeah. And her mom didn't like it. So she's like, better sign up for something girly. Yeah. And so she signs up for, for home ec. And then we get to meet a character who annoyed me in her voice. And that was Bridget Simons, right? Yeah. Yes, because they would say Simmons and she'd say Simon. Yeah. So Bridget Simons. My God, I she couldn't. She was quite annoying. She, I, don't, I don't remember her voice because I watched the movie a week ago. Mm-hmm. But just no, just seeing what the character did and how she did it, uh-huh. it was quite annoying. And I guess that's why she doesn't have any friends. I mean that that's what that's what they were making a point of that the way she acted and everything is the reason she doesn't necessarily have friends. She's I guess more of a self centered kind of person. But her, her voice, I couldn't one hundred percent pinpoint it. It sounded a little Australian or New Zealand maybe, oh. but it. And then it kind of transitioned to maybe it was a southern accent. It was very weird. Is that her first acting role? It's her only acting role. Okay. So that I've seen. 
Okay, I guess maybe she comes from maybe Australia, New Zealand, wherever, and she was having trouble getting her voice to a southern accent, and that's why it transitioned that bad. Maybe, because they do say that a lot of people who aren't from the United States that have, like, other accents, they'll usually try and do a southern accent, which is why, for example, Daniel Craig... I guess southern accent is just easier to do than, like, a... New York accent, uh, or should, yeah, uh, yeah, because they they have it's a little bit different for you know our different little cultures in the United States. But as an example, Daniel Craig, who's British, mm-hmm. whenever he does an accent, he goes for a Southern accent, and he's he has a funny Southern accent. So, but it, like I said, it was, it was just weird hearing her talk, and then for whatever reason, the audio just didn't match up for some reason. I don't know. It was very weird listening to. And so she was annoying to me, but anyhow. <laughs> and so then we get our little, our cooking teacher and everything, mm-hmm. and her telling the class about the million dollar cook-off. And how she was, and she won it. Did she win? Yeah. No, she was, I think she was a finalist, she a said. finalist, okay. Yeah, she was a finalist, and she was so proud of that. Mm-hmm. And then she kind of got annoying, too. I Maybe oh, not annoying, but really overbearing. For the two who entered, Eddie and Bridget, she was quite overbearing. And she's like, let's do this. I'm going to have you win because it's, I, I'm going to help you. I'm helping you. To to a certain extent, but I saw it more as she wanted them to do good. But I can see where you're coming from because there is a moment where she she makes the comment of the, the people at the bake-off are going to see that she is mm-hmm. still relevant, essentially. Right. And so I remember thinking, hmm, maybe you're not necessarily doing this for the kids and you're doing it more for you. But the fact, and we'll get to it, she ends up going to Eddie's house to convince him that he has a passion for it. Right. Shows that it's not necessarily just about her. It's about her students as well. But uh, we see that Bridget, of course, wants to do the cook-off. And you see the teacher look at Eddie and say, does anyone else want to? And no one else does. And she's looking, she's like, no, no one ever does. It's fine. <laughs> she makes that comment a few times. Cause then like right after that, she, she makes a joke with flour, mm-hmm. uh, get our hands dirty kind of like joke. And she goes, do you get it? And like, no one laughs. And she goes, no one ever does. <laughs> and then they get to, they get to bake cookies, uh-huh. which I've heard. That's a really fun. That's the fun thing about economics from what I've heard. Home ec. Is that whenever you would bake and cook, you get to eat the food right after. Okay, yeah. So that that was a thing where don't get me wrong, I loved doing ag whenever I was in school, but maybe I could I should have taken like a home ec class like my last semester, my last uh, year at high school, just so I could eat the food afterwards. Just so you can eat the food. Yeah, because hmm. there was that moment after they're baking the cookies, because you have Francisco Orlando Brown who's like, oh man. Well, this can't be all bad. You know, you get to talk about cookies and eat them and everything. And then the next thing is their cookies are burning. Mm-hmm. And then they look over at Bridget, who has the perfect cookies. And she kind of teases them. She goes, can there be too much chocolate chips? I don't think I could eat all these. And they start to walk up to her. And she goes, but I can try. <laughs> and then so that class ends and everyone's leaving. And Eddie's like, oh, I forgot my bag. And then he goes and gets... The sign-up warm? Yeah. For the, the million-dollar cook-off. And Hannah kind of sees him. She She's like, oh, what are you doing? 
And so we see Eddie trying to come up with a, a recipe that no one's ever tasted before, and it is not going well. I would like to know how none of his family heard him doing any of this commotion and chaos late at night, because he makes a mess of that kitchen. Yes, you're right. And another thing that also surprises me is that they didn't even question him about the mess, right? Well, I, I'm assuming he cleaned it up, but with as much mess as he made, it would have taken a long time to clean up. Just saying. Like, it's almost as big... i what, what time he started, is the question. From what I gather, everyone's asleep, so it had to have been 10-ish, okay. if not later. So... He probably wouldn't have been done cooking and cleaning. For a couple hours. Probably like 2 o'clock in the morning. If I had to guess. If I had to guess. And then, of course, there's a funny scene after he's made all this mess and he tried doing a peanut butter and jelly smoothie. Uh-huh. He his, his One of his older brothers comes down and eats the sandwich. It had, it had what? It had M&M's in it. It had peanut yeah. butter. It had jelly. It had a whole bunch. He takes it. He bites it. And he liked it. He yeah. enjoyed it. And yeah. he took it back to his room. Yeah. So there was that. And then, of course, I felt so bad for the dog. I mean, the dog is, have, the dog is pretty much in like the perfect place because it's getting all this like food just yeah. drenched on him. And he's probably having the time of his life. But that dog is covered in a mess of things. It is hilarious. So next day comes. And, of course, you have... Eddie asking Bridget, because Bridget's obviously the, the culinary genius. She's probably taken this home at class a number of times. But here's the, the weird thing, though. I guess we could talk about it, but I'll, I'll get it right here. When they are doing the training, she doesn't know how to cut everything right, to what I've seen, you know? Because the teacher had to teach her what Eddie, she had also had to teach Eddie, like how to strip carrots and cut them different ways, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, but I mean... That could essentially be sewn up to, she probably knows how to cut them, but the teacher's just making sure they know how to cut them correctly and get them to their precise, like, inches and measurements and stuff. That could be as simple as that. But Eddie goes to ask her advice about using, like, peanut butter as a mating ingredient, and she gives her two cents about it. And then D.B. comes over in his little jealousness because... Home ec's not fun to him. Cookie's not fun to him. So why should it be fun to Eddie? What's Eddie doing? And so he starts kind of arguing with Eddie. And Eddie's like, I don't even like home ec, which is why obviously do, false. What you doing over here then? Yeah. And so Eddie's like, oh, I'm here to do this. And throws a little bit of Bridget's food stuff at DB. And then a food and then, starts. Well, and then DB goes, well, you know what I have to do now. And Eddie just kind of te- teases him more and goes... Well, if you have to do it. You have to do it. (laughs) And so DB picks it up and goes, food fight. Food fight starts. Makes a complete mess of the home ec Mm -hmm. thing. And I think that was the same scene where the teacher goes, no more boys in home ec. Yes, that was. That was exactly the same. (laughs) And so obviously, I'm assuming it's the principal. Someone with a whistle. I'm assuming it's the principal. Comes in. And from what I understand, everyone's got detention for a month. Mm-hmm, for being yeah. in the food fight. And then we see the the sauce. The mystery sauce. The mystery sauce. That is a, it was. That is apparently the most delicious sauce. What? Yeah. I, it doesn't look advertising. You know what it looks like? Hmm. 
the ooze from Power Ranger might actually Morph yeah movie. yep yep I kind of had that same thought but at the same time I'm I kind of want to try it yes exactly it looks but it's like okay so it's that delicious and you know it's it's not it's got a weird contis- consistency to mm-hmm. it because they were it's not like ketchup or barbecue sauce or mustard it's just it's got a weird consistency to it yeah I, it looked like they had strawberries in it because they it had like they it had a lot of stuff in it i mean obviously but it looked like there was like some red stuff and i, I think they might have been strawberries and i'm just like what did they have in this thing because i, I kind of like try sweet barbecue sauce like that, that sweet... is kind of how they described it but how does it get how does it get purple that's a good question i wish i wish they would have kind of showed a few ingredients but i i think the thing was they didn't they even didn't know what it was, was yeah. so they're just like we're just gonna say this. I mean, they could have had it with Eddie, but I, because it wasn't real, they're just like, we'll not show the recipe. We'll just whatever. Right. And so that leads to Eddie needing to try and figure out what it is because that's gonna be his admission. So we see him another night where he's making a mess. Figured it out. Finally figures it out. Brings it to um, the next baseball game. Yes. And. <laughs> Okay. And actually looks at and then the player next to him sees him starts eating it. And then while he's going back, the player that saw him eat it starts to eat it. And I'm just like, wait, 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 wait. Why? So I don't have a problem necessarily with the player that was next to Eddie, who I think his name was Oliver. I don't necessarily have a problem with him eating the sauce uh-huh. after he sees Eddie eat it because Maybe he's curious about what it tastes like. But it is my problem. Sauce, though. I mean, that's true. But it's something that he's never seen before. And he's curious, like, what is this? Why is Eddie hiding it? So you, know? you would say if you saw someone eating this sauce and they went up, say, you were any, any sport or anything, and they left, you would go in their bag and start eating it. I didn't say that. Okay. I'm just saying I understand why he tasted it. The thing that I have a problem with is how he eats it. Where so we see Eddie do it, right? He just takes like his two fingers, you know, takes a little bit out and Okay, like, since licks you're it. a germaphobe about you're sort of a germaphobe. No no no. Here's what I'm getting at. My problem was that this kid takes a handful and just like gets it all over his mouth. Like he's not even he's not even trying not to get messy. He's just getting all They're kinds all- of messy. <laughs> and it's like, why do you eat like that? That's that's ridiculous. Like, why couldn't you just take like a finger or two and like scoop some out and then eat it like that? Like, it would have been a lot else. less messy. Here's something else. Because I notice you do this a lot. You bring like plastic. You bring your own straw, your mm-hmm. own little spoons and stuff. Mm-hmm. Why couldn't Eddie bring a spoon? That way, he doesn't have to use his hands because they're playing baseball, right? And that's kind of a liability because you have this purple. I'm peanut sure. butter type thing I'm because sure it has sticky. the consistency of peanut butter. I think uh, it or looks similar it, to it, right? I would say it's more like jellyish. Okay, but still, it's like okay, like jelly, and it's jelly sticky and stuff. Exactly. So if you're licking it off, trying, and then you have to go on bat, then you get sticky stuff all over the bat. Exactly. And once again, that was my problem with the Oliver character, where he just like takes a whole handful. Like now, his whole hand sticky. Like, what are you doing? You're about to play baseball. Why are you getting sticky? But not only that, as soon as he eats it, I believe all the other players see him eat it. Yeah. And then that's when the coach sees it and goes, what are you doing? 
uh, and I think it was someone mentioning it being, oh, I think it was either DB, DB or, or Francisco. Yes. They're like, wasn't that the stuff from home ec? And then thankfully Hannah's there because she knows what Eddie's doing. She's like, guys, it's my mom. Stop. So she says, I don't know that. how believable that was though, because the fr- DB and Francisco knows exactly what the stuff from class looks like. Right. And they're just like, oh, whatever. So you're you're right about that. Like, why didn't Francisco and DB though, say something? Though I do understand Francisco, but I don't know about DB. Right. Because Francisco was like, all, when DB was teasing um, Eddie, mm-hmm. Francisco was like, oh, whatever. Let him do what he wants to do, you know? Right. And then we get to see Eddie's going to turn in his his admission. admission. And he sees that he needs to have it precise measurements of what all goes in the so face. So he goes back to the kitchen. And his mom shows up. <gasps> Uh-oh. Luckily for us, the mom doesn't care uh-huh. as much as the dad. And it's it's actually very interesting to see Eddie talk to her about it. Mm-hmm. Because he's getting very angry and up in arms. And he's like, guys are on the, on the cooking channel all the time. Why is this such a big deal? And like... Thinking that his mom's making a big deal of it, but you really see it's it's Eddie who's, who's making, making the big deal. Because he's he's yelling at her, and his mom hasn't said a word. And she's like, I don't think I'm the one who's making a big deal out of it. And you you know, you know learn that he's really just dealing with everyone who's like... who Everyone who's telling him that cooking is a girl's thing mm-hmm. and tease him about it. And you can see like he really loves it. Mm-hmm. It just sucks that he gets teased for it. And so his mom helps him figure out the ingredients and the amount to put and everything and submits his his, his ingredients. And then we get, the, I think it's the next day at school, right? Where they announce the winners? Yes. So next day at school, we get the, the winners announced. And so the teacher starts off by, you know, giving a, a little story about herself. Mm-hmm. But Bridget, being the self-centered one that she is, goes, oh, did I get the, the admission or not? And so she's like, yes, Bridget, you did. Oh, and someone else got oh, it, too. Exactly. And it's Eddie. And then that's when you see DB just go, what? And he's, like, super upset by it. And then Eddie making this, makes an excuse saying, oh, I just uh, did it for laughs. I, I submitted that purple goo we made. Mm-hmm. And then they mentioned that what was what would his dad think if he found out that he's like, oh, shit, my dad. So he has to run home where his brothers already have his envelope uh, with his his certificate. certificate and ends up getting ripped up because they're messing with him and it actually gets torn. And the dad already knows about this because the teacher, the home ec teacher called him. And he, the dad's upset because Eddie didn't tell him that he was cooking. And the mom comes in and the dad tells him that or it might have been Eddie who tells him that he won. Yeah. And the mom's like, "Yay, hey, congratulations." And, and the dad's like, "This isn't a surprise to you." Why isn't it? What why? And the mom is telling him that it would essentially be the way that he would react mm-hmm. to the news. And according to the dad, he he wouldn't have cared necessarily pretty much, but you can kind of see it in the mm-hmm, dad's mm-hmm. face that he cares. He uh he he doesn't necessarily like that his son is is cooking. And 
you can especially tell whenever as the the movie progresses and Eddie has to train for mm-hmm. the cook-off that his dad is wanting him to be more focused on baseball than cooking mm-hmm. because Eddie should have a passion for cook, for for baseball. baseball. And once again, the dad's using his whole terms of running like a girl, throwing like a girl, you're one of the guys, like that whole mm-hmm. s- speech. And at the same time, you have the teacher who's telling him he needs to focus on the cooking and be prepared for it. What doesn't help is that at school, it's been announced that Eddie is in the Million Dollar Cook-Off. And everybody's laughing at him. Yeah. But I don't get why. Exactly. I mean, like, really, I'm just like, why is everybody laughing? You know? And what sucks is at the time that this is made, especially... Now, I don't necessarily know if they're freshmen, but I'm assuming they're they're essentially freshmen mm-hmm. at the school. And at that time, whenever you're a freshman, if you do something new that's kind of against the grain, for example, a boy doing home ec and cooking, mm-hmm. people are going to tease you for it and they're going to laugh at you. And they're Because you're doing something different and unordinary, you're a weirdo for it. And so it, it kind of hurts to see that happen to Eddie. Because it does make him look and feel ostracized. Mm -hmm. Especially whenever his friends, his own friends, are making him choose between cooking and playing baseball with them. Which also really sucks. Right. And then, of course, they have their own little food fight again in the kitchen. Mm -hmm. Because DV's really upset with with Eddie. And so they start throwing food at each other. Because Eddie, not Eddie, DB tells Eddie that he needs to decide what he's going to do. Or is he going to play in the playoffs? Or is he going to coo- the cooking, cook-off. the cook-off? Because they're on the same day. Mm-hmm. Now, this is a point where this makes sense. Right, it does. Compared to High School Musical. Right. Where it's only, the, in High School Musical, it's only the second week that they're back. Mm-hmm. And they already have the big championship game. Yes, because they have a couple games before the championship game. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that's perfect. I mean, exactly. it's good. Yeah, so in Eddie's Million Dollar Cook-Off, I think they have... Five or six games, maybe more, but we see we see about five or six, mm-hmm. give or take. And then they have the big championship game, which, no, never mind. I was going to say maybe it's not, but it is because they have a trophy. So they have their big championship game, and then, of course, the cook-off. So, like, there's there's build-up, there's anticipation right. compared to High School Musical. Where, where it's just, hey, we got back, we're just doing practices, and we got a game, the championship game coming up. Right. And then the other, the other problem is with the timing, which I don't think they ever mention a time as to when the baseball games are but right. they're they're clearly after school right clearly and if even in, maybe a weekday i was about to say a weekend but high school musical that was like weird in the sense that everything was happening either during school uh-huh and something should happen during the weekend some things should have happened Weekday, like Friday, I would mm-hmm. say. So, yeah, you know. Yeah, like High School Musical, they should have happened after school. Mm-hmm. Both with the game and the auditions, in my opinion. The auditions maybe right. could have happened during, like, lunch maybe, or something. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. you can't... Yeah, the auditions definitely could have happened during lunch because yeah. of how short they were. Exactly. And you can't really have auditions during a school period. Mm-hmm. So, for example... Let's say they wanted to have it after lunch. Well, you have to extend it to... Bef- you have to pretty much do it an entire day. Mm-hmm. Because there could be people that are in class during those auditions that are right after lunch. 
So you either have to have it throughout the day or have it during one period during lunch when everyone's free. Or right or after. Right after school. Right. You can't have it both ways kind of thing. And with the way that High School Musical progresses, it's they have their games essentially during a school time mm-hmm. when they would still be in school. And then they decide to have auditions at that same time. And then there's another chemistry, science, mathematics thing right. going on, competition at the same time. And it's just like, that that shouldn't happen. Mm-hmm. Anyhow, so Eddie's Million Dollar Cook-Off does it the right way. Mm-hmm. Perfect. And then after the the food fight and everything, you see Eddie trying to decide what he wants to do. And he finally decides... He can't take it anymore. He's he just going to be... Yeah. He's cooking. just going to be a baseball player. Which is fine. What I do wish they had done is something like High School Musical to where whenever Troy decides that you know he's going to give up on he the... He starts getting worse at baseball. Yeah. I wish, or at basketball in Troy's uh, case. Yes. And so I wish they had kind of done that with Eddie a little bit too. Where... So whenever Eddie was... Going back and forth between cooking and doing baseball. He was actually doing worse than when he went just baseball alone. Right. At least with the baseball. The cooking he was doing perfectly on. Right. I wish what they had shown was that whenever he was doing the cooking and doing the baseball, he was doing doing just fine, doing perfect. And whenever he had stopped doing the cooking, I wish they had done what they were saying he was doing throughout where he wasn't focused on the Mm -hmm. baseball. Yeah. Because it would have been him focusing on wanting to do cooking kind of thing. Right. I wish they had done that cuz that would have that would have been a little bit more poignant, if you will. And I feel like the dad would have come around a little bit sooner. Right. And so is it the yeah, so at the championship game, right? Uh-huh. They're about to the beat the Eagles and right before they're doing it, the coach makes fun that the Eagles head coach is a nurse. Mhm. And he mentions to one of them that they're running like a girl. They're about to throw like a girl. Oh, he tells one of them that he throws like a girl. One of the kids, right? right. And that's when Kimberly she steps gets, up. Yep. She gets upset. And she goes, I throw like a girl. And the because co- I am a girl. Because I am a girl. And the coach is really confused by this. And it's at this point where I was like, thank you. Someone's finally telling him something. I wish it had happened sooner, but I'm glad they did it to him. But you know, the one thing throughout the whole movie is the assistant coach. Mm-hmm. He didn't say anything to the coach at all. That's true. But he had the look of like, come on. And then every time, like, uh, I don't remember it quite well, but I believe it was, um, ooh, it was when Eddie say they were discussing Eddie and cooking and mm-hmm. the purple thing. He was like, oh, it's oh. fine, you know, mm-hmm. whatever. Mm-hmm. And then the the man, uh, main coach is like, no, he's got to focus on baseball. And like, this is close. Like, okay, whatever. Mm-hmm. Didn't say anything. Right. To discuss or argument with the main coach, she just backed off after that. Well, I think that's because the assistant coach was one of those not necessarily wanting to interfere with things, and he's probably one of the happy go lucky, like let things be kind of thing. But when the kids start coming up, then he starts. Well, he doesn't. He doesn't even say anything. He's just like, hmm. Like he gives him right. that uh, that eye where he's like, "What do you think about that, huh?" Because. So it starts off with Kimberly where she says the whole I throw like a girl thing and that it shouldn't be throw like a girl, be one of the guys. It should be you either throw good 
or don't throw good. You either You're run, you either run really well, or you are a horrible runner. And she's like, I obviously am a horrible runner, but it's not because I'm a girl. It's just because I'm an uncoordinated geek, right? Which is fine. Right. And then I think it's Oliver again, the one who was like eating the the purple sauce. He goes, "You made fun of the Eagles head coach for being a nurse. My, My dad's a nurse." Nervous. He saves people's lives. And once again, every time someone says something, there's the assistant coach going, hmm, what do you think about that? And then he's like, my dad was a barber. Yeah. He cut hair. <laughs> a, a hairstylist. Oh, a hairstylist. And so you just had all these different things that they're finally standing up to Eddie's dad, the head coach, that I was like, finally, about time. Because I would, I could not have taken another thing of him. Because like, especially like nowadays, like you wouldn't right. expect... A coach to say things like that mm-hmm. and even more especially whenever you have a team that's a co-ed essentially boys and girls on it like you you can't use that type of terminology right and it is less to do with the sex gender of a of a person and more to do with how good or bad Athletic are they abilities I yeah would say. just in general but it has nothing to do with whether they're a boy or a girl or anything like that mm-hmm. so i i really like that moment and then eddie shows up you know to do his you know play baseball and whatnot and while they're there at first everything's going well Mm -hmm. and then we have francisco who turns on the tv to watch the cook-off and then eddie's doing worse because he's trying to pay attention to the cook-off yep and not the baseball game and he keeps on messing up messing up messing up and finally bd's like we don't want you here. You're doing bad. So get away. Go go to the cook-off. We don't want you here. So whenever that moment happened. So obviously at first, DB was was wanting Francisco to turn off the TV. Right. And then, because Francisco is telling him that Eddie, Eddie should be there, you know, because Eddie could do this like easily. Mm-hmm. And DB says, well, if he was really that good, he would be there. And whenever he said that, I was like, but weren't you the one who told him yeah. to start pay attention to baseball? Yeah. DB is the one who has been telling Eddie that he has to choose between his friends and cooking. And now DB's like, well, if he was really that good, he would be there. Uh, he, he he has a name on one of the, the stations. Mm-hmm. He should be there. But he's here for you, DB. And that's what Francisco says, basically. Yeah. yeah. Because he's like, hey, his name's on here. He could be there. Yeah. He should be there. He should he should be there instead of the game, really. And they're all finally telling DB, you know, this whole thing that he's here for the friends and everything. And they're they're they ask DB why he's at the baseball game, like why he's playing baseball. And he goes because I I love it. And that's when Hannah goes, oh, like Eddie does for cooking. And then it's in that moment whenever Eddie's about to go bat. That DB gets up and he, like you said, he does that little rant where he's like, "We don't want you here. We don't want this. No, no, no. We can do this by ourselves." Always on your head. Yeah, 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 yeah. And whenever he was saying it, I get why he was saying it. Mm-hmm. You know, because he wanted them. He wanted Eddie to go and be at the cooking thing. But the way it was coming off was, "We, we freaking hate you. Right. Get away from us. We don't want you to be our friend." I think he should have done it a little bit differently, even though at the end of it, he is smiling at Eddie. And then at the end of it, everybody's like, yeah, get away. Go, go, go. We don't want yeah. you here. And everyone's laughing about it. It was just the way DB starts. I was like, that that's coming off very hurtful. You should, you should have said that a little bit of a different way. 
But Eddie eventually leaves. And so they have to find another batter to bat. So, you know, they're they're going through they're their, their stuff. And then Eddie eventually gets to the cook-off. Mm-hmm. He's doing his thing. And everyone, whenever they're not on the field or not at bat, they are watching the cook-off. And it's, it's really funny because they're all gathered around. It's like a big group, even the assistant coach. And someone will come back in from just having batted. And, and he like, looks up on, and he goes, batter. and he goes, oh, uh, you're next. <laughs> just like <laughs> randomly chooses one. <laughs> and then it finally gets to a point where the head coach, they're only down, I think, by two. Mm-hmm. And so he's trying to to uh, find, figure out who's going to bat next to help them get up. And someone also mentions that Eddie's not doing too good. He should have someone there to help him because all the other contestants have people helping them. And then he tells Hannah, go bat. So Hannah's getting ready to bat, and then and Hannah's then mom, mom shows up, and so Hannah's like, "Oh!" And she puts on a cheerleading outfit. Yep. That's just cool. Ha ha, go! I don't know what they're doing. Groundhogs. Groundhogs, go! Groundhogs, go, go, go! And so the mom goes up and talks to her, and she's like, "You forgot your pom poms." And she's like, "Oh, thanks, mom." And then they see that you know they need a batter, mm-hmm. and so that's when Hannah breaks down. She's like, "Mom, I'm not a cheerleader. I'm not going to be baseball. a cheerleader. Baseball player." Da, da, da. And then her mom's like, "Yeah, I knew that. You left your glove, your batting glove. Here's your batting glove." Oh. And then what I love about that moment is that her mom says, "I'm not disappointed that you don't want to be a cheerleader. I'm disappointed that you she felt like you couldn't tell me." Right. Because the mom essentially says that, "I'll be there to support you no matter what. Just tell me what you're interested in and I'll support you." And then you see Hannah go to bat. And her mom's just right behind her cheering her on like, yeah, go Hannah. I'm just like, wait, I thought Hannah said her mom was a girly girl, right? So why would you know anything about baseball? But she's throwing out baseball terms, you know? Well, what I thought was funny was even whenever Hannah, because Hannah got two strikes and Uh the mom's still cheering for her. Uh, So I thought that was a little bit precious in that. But it got me really teary-eyed when that happened because, you know, I love it whenever they show parents supporting their kids. Mm -hmm. And that was a great moment of, a parent supporting their child. And then that's what finally like, leads Eddie's dad, the head coach, to go up to the, the, the umpire, umpire and start yelling at him, saying, hey, you did this wrong. <laughs> but you did nothing wrong. The umpire it's like, okay, I can't deal with this. Well, what I loved about it was, so apparently Hannah had gotten a strike and a ball, right? Right. And the the dad goes up to the umpire and he's like, you're you're calling strikes balls and you're calling but that ball last strikes. One was in your favor. <laughs> and obviously, he's just doing it to get thrown out, right. so that way he can go and be with the son. Because a head coach can't just leave a game. That's right. that's very unprofessional. Even though these are just like kids, but still. And so finally, he gets thrown out by the umpire, and he's like, "All right, go Groundhogs!" And tells Hannah to keep her elbow up so that way she can hit the ball. Mm-hmm. And obviously, he goes to run and and be with Eddie. Mm-hmm. Also, what I loved about this moment is the brothers are watching the the cook-off on their television at home. Oh, yes. And so, at first, it's just the one brother. And he sees Eddie run in and he spits out whatever he's eating. And so, then we cut back to both brothers watching the television show. And then, and the, then the dad runs. And yeah. then they're like, dad's on there. And then they, t- they take off to go to the cook-off. But, but once again, as soon as the dad comes on the TV, <laughs> they spit out whatever they're eating. And then, like you said, they run out to get mm-hmm. cook-off. Uh, but once again, it's very heartfelt and emotional because it's his dad. He's there to support him. And the dad's like, I don't necessarily understand why you love it, but I'm here to, un- to learn why. 
And Eddie's like, you want me to do it right now? He's like, no, 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 I'm here to help. Not right now. Tell me what you need me to do and we'll do it. And so Eddie tells him to crack the eggs and he'll cut the vegetables. Da, da, da. And he cracked the eggs the way Eddie always wants to crack the eggs. He's With like one hand. He's like, huh? And his dad's like, what? Did I do something wrong? And they just continue on that after that. I did think that was precious. Especially whenever, so before going to the big game, Eddie had stopped by the cook-off before it even started and ran into Bobby Flay. Mm-hmm. And uh, the, but Eddie told Bobby that he wasn't going to be in the cook-off because he had a, a game to go and to. And he said, what a shame. Yeah. You shouldn't be here, yeah. you know. And Eddie, before he leaves, asked Bobby, how do you crack an egg with one hand? And Bobby's like, well, if you stick around, I'll teach you. But obviously, Eddie goes to the game. But it's whenever he sees his dad crack the egg with one hand where he's like, Maybe I can learn something from my dad. Maybe we have. Maybe we can do stuff together. And they're obviously doing their cooking and everything. And I love how they timed it up with the baseball game. Right. See, and once again, this is another thing where I think Eddie's Million Dollar Cook-Off does this, this thing better than High School Musical. So where High School Musical is, everyone gets their happy ending. You know, Gabriella and her her smart mm-hmm. friends get to win their... their competition mm-hmm. the best troy i, I couldn't troy, oh, I, could, I couldn't think of his name troy he gets to go to this basketball game and then they managed to cut it off that way he can go to the, the auditions yeah and then troy and gabriella do the audition they get cast and then there's still time for troy to go back to the basketball game to finish and win mm-hmm. so everyone's a happy ending and it, everything's just too convenient compared to Eddie's million dollar cook-off where it really is Eddie having to choose what he wants to do. And because they're going on the exact same time and you can't cut one off, you know, you're seeing the baseball game go on and you're seeing the team triumph Though even I without Eddie. Say, I have to say that the team should have done this sooner Oh yeah, because yeah. they're all pinning. Even at the very beginning, we see the team. They're all counting on Eddie. The coach is like, at least we have Eddie. Right. Because everybody else is so terrible. They're like, at least we have Eddie. And that's a thing where it's both High School Musical and Eddie's Mandara Cook-Off where their respective teams, Are they're counting, counting on, on one, one person. Yeah. And it doesn't necessarily help your team because everyone else feels like they can be more lazy because it's all about one person. Mm-hmm. It's because of one person that we're able to get here. And once again, where High School Musical is, everyone can do everything. Everyone gets a happy ending. Troy still manages to be on the team. So the team's not necessarily getting better because they're not playing without right. him. Whereas Eddie's Million Dollar Cook-Off, that Eddie team... left le- so that team could grow. Yes. And they've basically been slowly growing over their season. Right. And so by the time they get to the big game, they now don't necessarily need Eddie. And what happens? They manage to win without Eddie. Though so I want to talk about one thing where BD is running to the home plate. Uh-huh. And we see that CGI. That was terrible. We see the player hold it and throw at the player on home base. Mm-hmm. And she's like, you can tell that's a fake ball because it's going through his fingers. <laughs> I don't know if you noticed that. It went right through his fingers and it was like... I'll be honest. I actually did not notice that. But that's also because I was like, I was so enamored by everything else that was going on mm-hmm. that I didn't notice it. I don't know. It just caught my eye because I, I've played baseball. I don't know if you've actually played actual baseball i know softball but Mm -hmm. i didn't know baseball but it's just like i saw it i was like i see those baseballs (laughs) going through his fan i was just like nope 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 and so as as like i said the baseball game's going on we're seeing that they're winning and whatnot eddie's finishing his cooking and eddie has 
um, less than a minute left to hurry up and finish whatever he's doing and putting mm-hmm. everything together and whatnot. And then and at the last second, I do like, love I this. I love this. So he hurries up and runs to put his plate on the judge's table and he tells his dad to pull out the whatever mm-hmm. lemon. It's like a lemon meringue kind of yeah. thing or whatever. But it, but it didn't set. set. It's still liquidy. And so he's trying to think of what he can use for lemon because he really needs it. And at the same time of him trying to figure out, you see, you see DB going back and forth, trying mm-hmm. to get to home plate and whatnot. And it's literally the same time. So it's counting down from five. Eddie realizes, oh, I need the lemon. Just lemon. Just, and he's going to zest it. Yep. And so he's like, dad, the lemon. And so you see the dad runs the lemon. He picks up the, the lemon to throw it. At the same time, we're seeing the other player on throw the Eagles the throw the ball. And at the same time, you see DB slide underneath the catcher's legs to get us home safe. Okay. And... Then at that exact same time, Eddie has the lemon and hurries up and zests it onto whatever he has, and boom, time. Yep, and it it just matches so perfectly. Like I wish High School Music could have done that because then like there's more there's more anticipation, there's more heartfeltness to it. It's great. I do like the answer that the professional cook gave to Francisco. Oh, and we'll get to that in a second. And so we have the results. We're all waiting. We're anticipating. And here's where I thought it ended differently. You thought Eddie won? For what? Because it's been a while since I've seen it. I thought Eddie won. So I thought like it was win-win, everyone happy ending. But it's Bridget who wins. I think this is actually better. I agree. And then it's also better than High School Musical where everyone wins and it's like, yay, happy ending. Right. Everyone gets a happy ending. So it ends better than you even thought it ended. Right. And it's going to be getting into... It's going to be getting into the answer that you said you like. So we see Bridget wins, Mm -hmm. which is great. Obviously, you know, she's been hyped up as, you know, the best cook at school, best whatever. So she wins. We see it's very disappointing to Eddie. He's really upset by it. The team runs in. They see the mom and the cooking teacher and like, what happened? Eddie didn't win. Oh, darn. So all the friends run in. You see the dad consoling Eddie that even though Eddie didn't win, he didn't lose. It's just he put up a good game. And it's just that Bridget hit a home run. Yeah, that's all. Sometimes that happens. But he didn't necessarily lose. He he still found his passion. Mm-hmm. And so the teammates come in. They're all having fun together. And then, do you want to talk about this moment that you love so much? Okay. Francisco asks the cook. Bobby the, Flay. Bobby Flay. Why didn't, why didn't Eddie win? He's like the best one up there. Bobby Flay gives this answer. He says, does that look like a loser to me? You? No, that looks like a winner. Mm-hmm. Because everyone's around him and everyone's celebrating. Mm-hmm. It's a, amazing answer to francisco's question mm-hmm. i don't know if you thought anything different from that no i definitely i definitely liked his answer that i and i agree eddie definitely looked like a winner in that moment and then of course that leads eddie to go who wants some eddie dogs and they all start leaving and then i love, <laughs> I love that was another thing every time something would happen bridget once again kind of being a little self-centered she'd be like what about me what about me what I about me eddie dog <laughs> and so of course eddie going you know being all about everybody, he says, come on. And so they all go get Eddie dogs. And it's actually a perfect shot how they end it with Eddie looking at the trophy that Bridget won. Mm -hmm. And it's like a perfect snapshot where he's like holding it, looking up like this. It's great. I love it. And of course, that's our ending. And here's some interesting things for you. So Francisco, as we know, is Orlando Brown. Mm -hmm. That's a Raven. Been a number of things. Really good, funny actor. Mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure... 
the reason he was the one who got to talk to Bobby Flay and did a lot of things is because he was Orlando Brown and he was big on That's Our Raven at the oh, time. Well. And funny enough, I remember leading up to Eddie's Million Dollar Cook-Off, uh-huh. they would show like little behind-the-scenes things on Disney Channel. And one of the things they were big about was the cafeteria food fight. Oh. Like that was a huge thing. Everyone was getting dirty because of the food and whatnot. And the moment whenever in that scene after the food fight where Orlando Brown, Francisco says, no matter what you say, that was the best food fight. That that was the whole thing because they, they made a point to make this the most epic food fight ever. So I thought that was interesting because just watching that scene, I was like, I remember the behind the scenes of this. This is <laughs> it, it gave me so much like flashbacks. Okay. So you know how I said that Bridget simons the that actress she kind of sounded new zealandish mm-hmm. i i didn't see it didn't say whether she was from new zealand or not didn't say where she was born but i wouldn't doubt if she was because there are a number of people that are in this movie who are apparently from new zealand well and there's even more people who have apparently been in hercules with kevin sorbo and xenon warrior Pr- princess there's a number of okay. people in this kids and adults that have been in those shows and there's even more that have been in Power Rangers, the various Power Ranger shows. Oh my gosh! Well, I wouldn't. I seriously wouldn't doubt it. I, I seriously wouldn't doubt it. You know, They're, Power Rangers. Power Ranger actors seem to get around a lot in oh yeah. all all sorts of things. Oh yeah, there's actually one actor who has been in a lot. First of all, do you want to guess which actor it was? Eddie, maybe. No, it was the assistant coach. From okay. from what oh, I yes. gather, okay. from what I gather, do you want to know how many Power Rangers things he's been in? Uh, I'd say uh, I don't know how many Power Ranger series there are. I give it around eighteen, maybe eighteen. He was not in that many, but okay. he was still in a lot. He was in Dino Charge, Mega Force, RPM, Operation, SPD, Dino Thunder, and Ninja Storm. He was in seven. Really? Yes. And as all kinds of different characters. Okay. Also, Hannah. Uh-huh. You know who that is, right? You know the actress's name? Or, no, I don't. So the actress's name is Rose McIver. Uh-huh. Do you know who that is? No, I do not. She's the main character on iZombie. Okay. Okay. So she's pretty famous. She was also in RPM as the Yellow Ranger. Oh, she was? Yes. Yes. Okay. And then she was in Once Upon a Time as Tinkerbell. Yeah, I don't watch Once Upon a Time. I've seen iZombie, though. And then, of course, there's a bunch of other like really famous people. Like the father, Mark L. Taylor. Right. He's been in a whole bunch of things. Mm-hmm. He's apparently in High School Musical, too. Okay. Interesting enough. And then, obviously, Bobby Flay. Really famous. Famous, famous cook. Oh, there was someone else. Oh. <clears throat> DB. I thought this was funny. You're probably not going to know him from anything else. So the, the actor's name is Riley McClendon. Mm-hmm. Here's what I thought was funny. So I was looking up just to see like what other actors were in. And I clicked on his name. And the first thing I saw was this movie called Time Trap. And I laughed out loud because of the fact that two days ago, I watched that movie. Uh-huh. And it's got an interesting concept. So did you recognize him? Once I realized he was in Time Trap, then I did because I couldn't I connect the face. But whenever I was watching Eddie's Million Dollar Cook-Off, I didn't realize that was him in Time Trap. But whenever I was watching Time Trap, it's a bad movie. Like, 
like I said, good concept, but the acting is not good. Clearly, he did not get that many acting classes following it is Mandar Kokov because he's not the best. There's other people in it that aren't the best. It's just, like I said, it's a bad movie. But I'm going to do this right quick. But anyway, Kyle, overall thoughts. Do you think that this was a nostalgia film for you? Overall liking, dislikings? What do you got? Okay, well, my overall thoughts were that, yes, I liked it. It was very good. Mm -hmm. It could have been better with the baseball CGI. Mm Mm-hmm. Just a little bit, you know. They could have made it a little bit cleaner. Mm-hmm. It was... It, I mean, I haven't... This is the first time I've actually seen it. Oh. But I would watch it again. Mm-hmm. I think it's very nostalgic. There was a little bit problem that I had, <laughs> once again. Not just with the CGI, but with some of the characters, how they acted towards Eddie. Okay. You know, I didn't really like how they put him down. Mm-hmm. Like I said in High School Musical, it would be better to have more activities that you're in. Mm-hmm. Better college, you know. Right. All that. That's my thoughts. I can agree with you. I definitely found this nostalgia. Like I said, j- just watching the cafeteria scene, like mm-hmm. I said, it brought back memories of watching Disney Channel and then the bo- doing the behind the scenes of the food fight. I... Probably will watch this again at some point. I had fun watching it. I got like I said, I got emotional whenever the mom was supporting her daughter Hannah. That I don't know why, just tears started flowing. So I definitely liked it. Probably will watch it again. So anyhow. Those were our thoughts on Eddie's Million Dollar Cook-Off. What did you guys think? Have you seen this movie before? Did, did you like it? Do you do you like it more than High School Musical? Well, of course. Everyone's going to like it more than High School Musical. I don't know. I'm pretty I sure... I'm pretty sure... I'm, I'm pretty sure you're definitely wrong about that. There are probably a lot more people that like High School Musical. If for no other reason, High School Musical has some pretty catchy tunes. I mean, yeah. Even though I think the story in this is a little bit better, but... There are things that High School Musical does better, that Aisman or Cook-Off does better, so it's it's a mixed thing. So anyhow, guys, you can follow us, or you can follow me, I should say, on all social media, at Tather92. Kyle? Well, I don't have any social media, but mm, later next time, I guess. (laughs) And you can follow our podcast social media on Instagram and Facebook at NostalgiaDcoms today. Next week... Kyle, I have a question for you. Mm-hmm. There's three that I kind. There's three movies that I kind of want to watch slash talk about. Okay. So, Smart House. Okay. The Other Me. Okay. Or Johnny Tsunami. Out of those three, which one do you want to do? Let's do Johnny Tsunami. Alrighty. So next week, guys, we will be doing Johnny Tsunami. So join us next week for that. And until then. Have a great day, and I hope y'all had a lovely Valentine's Day, which was on Friday. So, see you next time, guys.